Yo, I'm Chad. And I talk like this now. God, God, ah! And we are... Jumpman! How's it going, everybody? We are the Jumpman Podcast. We got a ton of awesome stuff for you this week. We are a video game slash movie podcast, but we're also comics, too. And sometimes, comic books make us some movies. Oh, I can hear the cough drop in your mouth now oh man oh sorry everybody <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to narrow down what is causing my mouth to like erupt you know every once in a while like <laughs> my so mouth... many things i could say to that God. <laughs> stop <laughs> eating ass every once in a while my mouth would be like oh nothing stops the mouth and just <laughs> from tossing salad yeah. all right no more i've no mas I've, I've put away the cough drop my mouth is just swollen up, and it swells in my tongue, and then you bite your tongue, and it swells even more, and it's just this vicious cycle, so I'm just, all right, I'll put it down. All right. Hopefully, hopefully my my uh, swollen tongue mouth lisp will be less annoying than mm. clanking down on a cough drop. We'll see. Anyway, uh, we got a review, a movie that just came out, Justice League versus Bizarro League. Slash Lego. Oh yeah, it's it's a Lego movie. It's straight to DVD. But we'll get to that. But first, Eric. Yes. I have no idea what you have, but you you have to have something. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> of course, Some people are going to be listening to this podcast uh, just a few days before Valentine's Day. Ooh. <laughs> Lovers' Day. So you know we got to be we got to be lame like everyone else and topical. So I was you know I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, in our own nerd way, you know, it's not gonna be like, "What are you doing for your lover on Valentine's Day?" Clearly, you're gonna be tossing salad. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Real talk. I did something for my lady already. I don't want to hear it. Please, Day. I don't want to hear it. I don't no, 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 no. You like, it. you like it. No, no, I probably won't. No, the Bronx Zoo allows you to name a, a Madagascar hissing cockroach for oh, Valentine's yeah? Day. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I did. What'd you name it? Uh, Alexander. Okay. There's a song she likes called Alexander Beetle by Melanie Safka, and yeah. it meant something to her, so, you know, we made the connection. You had a chance to name a hissing cockroach anything, <laughs> and that's what you went with. It was, it was like, low on the, like, I had all these awesome, like, hilarious ones, like, cocky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like... I was gonna say, like, how about, like, the motherfucker, <laughs> like from like from Kickass. How awesome it'd be like you see that cockroach right there? Yeah, that motherfucker right there. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Happy Valentine's Day, motherfucker. Yeah, see, <laughs> you know you have to put that together. Get rid of the comma in between. Happy Valentine's Day, motherfucker. <laughs> Boom, baby. I dig that. Uh, all right. I, well, I, that was nice of you. I, I I do appreciate that you named it his and cockroach. That's cool. Right. Support your local zoos. Yeah, <laughs> I just went to the zoo today and I saw Pabu. I saw from Legend of Korra. Red pandas are way, way, way superior to white pandas. AKA man, this, American pandas. This this shit this thing was awesome, man. <laughs> he lived in a little treehouse and he was climbing ladders like right in front of me. Ooh. And I mean, like if there's any animal that looks like a cute, adorable stuffed animal, it's a red panda. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that thing like I was so close, I could almost high five that thing, and I was like, "Wow." Come home with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna trade my dog to the zoo <laughs> and take the red panda back with me. It was so awesome. Oh man, they're they're the best. White white pandas, as I like to call them, just suck. They're horrible. There's well, so they, many bad things about them. 
They did until Jack Black proved that they could do kung fu. I mean, yeah, but he was a all right. So all right, that was skadooch. that was the coolest thing that pandas ever did. Real pandas suck. They just yeah. lay around all day eating bamboo, which they're not, by the way, supposed to eat. But they discovered one day bamboo is like sugary crack, and now that's all <laughs> they eat instead of uh, meat and a well-balanced diet. Now they just eat like sugar cereal all damn day. So they really are like fat American pandas. Yes. Awesome. Fat big fat American panda. <laughs> Honey boo boo panda. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's like, all right. I mean, I know we didn't invent the panda, but give us some credit. I mean, that's what Americans are known for sitting around all day, making bad decisions, and getting really fat. Jabba panda. Yeah. Also, they only can breed one day out of the entire year. Mm. So, female pandas, they only ovulate, like, they're only, like, ready for it. One day out of the year, and they sent out this, like, scent signal to let all, like, the male pandas know. Uh-huh. And all the male pandas are like, oh, fuck, stop eating bamboo. But I can't stop eating bamboo to go bring, mate. Bring the, bamboo with, bring the bamboo with you. <laughs> you can do both. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Hey, look, hey, baby, look what just, I brought. Oh, God, give it to me. Just throw her on top. You give, can still eat the bamboo. Give both things to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so as I was saying. For Valentine's Day, it's almost here. Mm. And so I was thinking of, you know, how we could do our own nerd version of that. Mm. And it got me to thinking of unresolved romances. Ooh. So I wanted to talk about (laughs) unresolved romances as it pertains to shit we like. Okay. So um, the first one, and probably the biggest one, it goes back to He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Oh, let me guess. Can I guess? Well, yeah, go ahead. Uh... He-Man and both of Skeletor's eye sockets. <laughs> that was the no. We can't rip off Cartoon Network, but yes. Oh. And not Ram Man either, because <laughs> even though you know. It's been done. Anyway, we, Fisto. we had Fisto. Yes, that's true. All right. So anyways, no, but um, well, the unresolved romance between He-Man and Tila. Right. I mean, clearly, Tila wants him. And why wouldn't she? He's the alpha male. I mean, he is the master of the universe. Mm. So clearly she wants him. Plus, she needs a guy that can keep up with her. Right. Because she's a kick-ass warrior woman. Right. Right. So, she, she respects uh, not many men, except for yeah. maybe He-Man and maybe her dad. Yeah. And so, and here's the thing, too. I mean, this is an unresolved romance because we know she wants it. Mm-hmm. And He-Man's a dude, so he's got to want it. <laughs> but it never happens. But they got really close one time. Mm. Wait, there wait, was wait, that wait. Yeah. Origi- original '80s He-Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just want to make sure. Well, I don't think there was any action on the 2000 reboot either. No, she was like me. She was kind of like a cave woman. Yeah. More, more in, in the reboot. She was like, no time for love. I gotta kiss yeah. some ass. Well, in this one, they're like late in the series. I don't know if you remember this, but like she like twists her ankle or something. Mm. And at the end of the episode, He-Man picked her up and he was carrying her. And she's like, I'm fine, He-Man. You can put me down. You can put me down, He-Man. <laughs> He-Man, you can put me down. And he's like, I know. And it was like, and they kind of walked off into the sunset. And that's how the episode ended. Oh, okay. She's like, fucking put me down. I'm just saying like, there was clearly, they were going to do it. <laughs> like he's gonna i'm gonna put you down on a bed yeah that's what he was doing <laughs> he was that he's like i'm gonna bend you over battle cat <laughs> damn no but i mean so like right there that was kind of like i feel like that was like this is a, a show for kids so 
this is the best we can do to show you that they're going to do it. Wait, wait. But, so, you know, so, so like He-Man carrying Tila unwillingly off into the sunset was kind of like the end of Korra Book 4. Yeah. Isaac Lowe holding hands, getting zapped into the spirit world. Well, it wasn't really against Tila's will. She was just kind of saying, He-Man, you can put me down. And he's like, oh, I know. And then, you know, she was she was like, she wasn't like, put me down, no means no. She was just kind of like, well, I'm up for what's next. <laughs> but here's nice. the thing. It's unresolved romance because it's Prince Adam. He-Man does not exist, but Tila thinks she's ex- think He-Man's exists. That's the whole problem. Tila, He-Man in Tila's mind, like, fucking lives at a He-Man cave, gets up, takes a shit, pull, <laughs> pulls on his loincloth, straps on his sword... <laughs> Trims his little hair bowl cut and then goes and finds evil. That's right. That's fucking right. Like everyone except for like the three smart people on the show think yeah. you're right. They think that He Man lives in like some cave or some suave yeah. ass mansion. Yeah. And he, he lives- just wears fucking nothing because he's in- he's a moron. Yeah, he lives in the he pad. I mean, clearly they've narrowed it they've narrowed it down that he doesn't live in the nar- in the Arctic. And he doesn't live in the polar zone. Mm. But I mean you he know. can live wait, wait, wait. He can live in the friend zone, though. Yeah, well, but, so she thinks he's a real-ass dude. So she thinks she's got a chance with him at some point. Mm. And, but she doesn't know. It's just fucking Prince Adam with a tan. He just jumps into a spray tan booth. <laughs> I have the power! Yeah, we know. Um, so, I mean, this is very weird. Because, obviously, if He-Man wants her, then that's clearly that Adam wants her, but we know that Adam is a boner killer for Tina or Tila because, I mean, if he transformed in front of her and turned back to Adam, she'd be like, no go. Yep. This is not happening. This is the <laughs> biggest letdown ever. And he's like, really? You don't have the power, Adam. He-Man's got the power, and I want him to give me the power at least twice. <laughs> Yo, if he transformed from Adam, Prince Adam into He-Man, while well, he's like, I have the power, Tila would be like, put it inside me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's very weird. Clearly, she wants He-Man. Clearly, right. Adam wants action and knows he can't get it as Adam, mm. uh, from Tila at least. So I'm just saying, like, what the fuck? That's like a that's a fucked up relationship right there. Well, I mean, so- the only way it works is if He-Man just hits it and quits it. <laughs> but you know, like, she wakes up the next day and and Adam's like, oh yeah, I was walking by and, and He-Man had to go and he left you this note <laughs> says, uh, don't ever call me. <laughs> but that would just be awkward because they're basically like, they 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 meet they they work together, mm-hmm. you know. And you're not supposed to start office romances because they're both going to be sitting there fighting at Snake Mountain, which is gay now that I think about it. But uh, <laughs> maybe that's where he mentioned. Like, oh, come back to Snake Mountain. But anyways, um, I mean, she she'd be like, Yo, he man, we got a second to talk. No, no, too busy, too busy fighting Skeletor. Well, okay, you're going to kick his ass in like 10 seconds. How about we talk then? And you're like, uh, I don't know what to yeah, say here. That, that would be awkward. I mean, you know, like if they were like dating for a while and then went to go like, I don't know, battle like Beast Man and his minions together, you know, there'd be like some like girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, like grievances happening mid fight that everybody else has to listen to, you know, like yeah. all the time. Well, I'm so, so it's like this can never happen, but they hinted at it that it was going to happen. And mm-hmm. I'm just saying. This, that's a that's a disaster waiting to happen. Plus, what the fuck, man? Mad at Arms knows your secret, okay? Yeah. You'd be like, yo, He-Man, why don't you fucking back off, dude, all right? Because, like, I understand, like, He-Man is, the, that's the ultimate player thing. Because mm-hmm. you can just bang someone, change back into Adam, no accountability. 
Oh, where did he man go? <laughs> he had to go. Sorry, you know he's gone. Like, I mean, so, but but Man in Arms is wise to that shit. You'd be mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you sniffing around my daughter, man? I know how this is going. Oh yeah, He Man is gonna date her. This is bullshit, dude. Maybe that'd be hilarious if uh, Tila wakes up. So so they do it right. He Man and Tila, um, and then she wakes up the next morning and turns the lights on. And she's just covered in spray tan. And Prince Adam is next to her. She's like, "What the fuck?" Now Orko knows the secret, so maybe He Man could get Orko to uh, be the wingman for this. Mm. Like he could get him to cover for him. Ah, oh, well, dude, well, ah, or- Tila, He Man had to go. <laughs> See, I was thinking he could get Orko to cast a magic spell, like put like some kind of magic spell into like Tila's drink to make her wow. forget. Wow, well, I don't think Orko's too nice of a guy. He's not. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like that would they would set it up that way, but then Orko would screw it up, so He Man passes out, and Tila takes advantage. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, there was an unresolved romance there, but uh, it, nothing good could have come of that. That was bad. So, I feel sorry, like, Adam. Yeah, Prince Adam, you cock-blocked yourself in that yep. one. Yeah, big time, because they all want He-Man. Uh, I think another one, this was unresolved romance, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, which one? Well, Dragon Ball Z, right? We know that Goku has children with Chi-Chi. Mm-hmm. He ends up having a couple kids. We know Vegeta has a kid with Bulma. Right. But we never, ever, ever see any sort of affection, not even really like a hug, not even a kiss. So it's like, clearly Bulma loves Vegeta. Clearly Chi-Chi loves Goku. Mm-hmm. But there ain't no love on the other side of this. Like, they, they never, like, high-five, how was your day kind of a deal? Yeah, like, they, I mean, it's unresolved romance. They want to be in this relationship, but those two dudes, they don't love them at all. In mm. fact, I think it's just in their Saiyan DNA. They're like, need to fight, need to fight, <laughs> take break from fighting, procreate, keep Saiyan race alive, need to fight, need to fight. <laughs> I just think that's what it is. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm like, with you. they just eat a ton of food, mm-hmm. nail somebody to keep the line with, you know, no rubbers, you know, no no protection this time mm-hmm. because they got to they got to keep the Saiyan race going. It's just in their it's it's in their DNA. And then they just got to sit there and 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 then fight. So well, well what's crazy is um and uh this actually was disproven in somewhere in the last 20 years, but the whole the whole thing of like Goku having a kid and have it be like a certain power level when they grew up like certain potential and then him getting and then goku gets stronger and then he has another kid and that kid is like even better because uh-huh. goku was more powered up right uh, um that was always kind of funny and it was like i think it was just like an outdated way to think of like genetics mm-hmm. you know what i mean but there was always just like oh yeah goten's better at everything way earlier because Goku was totally super saiyan when he banged your mom that night. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about it that way. Well, also, just Goten just wasn't a pussy. Like, Gohan. I mean, Gohan just grew up like, eh, and Goten was like, I'm up for whatever. Let's do this. Yeah. So, it could have been that. Or, because also, Goten grew up with Trunks. Mm-hmm. So, the two of them were natural friends slash rivals slash stuff. I and mean, what did Gohan, Gohan do? He just sucked on a pacifier. Well, for man, five years. Well, you know, Goku's out like fighting the fighting, saving the world, and he's stuck at home with his mom, and his mom is like a tiger mom. Oh yeah, you know, and she's just told to drill those math skills, and she just yeah, and just turning him into just emasculating him every second oh, she can. Every second. So that's that's why when when he uh, had to train under Mister Piccolo, he's like, oh my god, he's like a real man, a yeah. real man who does whatever he wants. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm just saying, I'm just saying there was no romance in that show. It was just kind of interesting that, like, you know, they had kids, but they had kids just because that's what Saiyans are supposed to do to mm-hmm. take over the world. Well, it was And they would, they would just take a break and do it and then get back to fighting. And a couple times, too, they'd be like, yo, Vegeta, uh, don't you like Bulma? And he's like, bah! <laughs> that's right. No, he was, you know, they, like, Vegeta was vulnerable. He was, you know, in the middle of training. He's like, well, Bulma's hot. Uh, and then they just kind of like had like a one night stand that turned into like a pregnancy, and she basically became a single mom because he's not gonna stick around. That's what I'm saying. Like even Chi-Chi, she's always like, "Oh, I'm so worried for Goku, blah blah blah." And he comes home, he's like, "Yo, I'm home. Make me like a shit ton of food, and then I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to fight." Yeah, just not a, not a healthy relationship on either one. Yeah. And then my last unresolved romance. This isn't a real one. Uh. Like the other two were. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, are you familiar with the Shazam comics? Do you read them at all? Or uh, no. Okay, because I was just thinking, like you know, Shazam. He's a ten-year-old boy. He says Shazam, and he turns into this man superhero. Mm-hmm. Like if he ever had a relationship in the comic books, like wouldn't it be like the movie Big starring Tom Hanks? Oh yeah, where they're like, like the, let's yeah, go, the, let's go back to your place and do it, and he's like, do what? Yeah, like in the movie Big, Tom Hanks wishes to be big. He goes from a 10-year-old to a 30-year-old, and then he totally bangs a woman. <laughs> and he's like 10, but yep. he's in a, a bigger body. And he's like, why do I have a boner? And and it's fucking gross. And like at the end of the movie, the woman realizes that she banged a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. And, well, I mean, I guess we don't know if she ever went, went to therapy for the next 20 years. But Who knows? It, but but I mean when when you turn back into like a like a ten year old, does all your time spent as a thirty year old like not count? Like she's like, hey hey hey, he was thirty at the time. Well, I'm just wondering like, so if you're Shazam, like, you know, clearly you're a big, strong superhero. You know, you got the muscles, you're kind of magical and stuff. You can fly and shit. Your mm-hmm. cape looks pretty stupid. But aside from that, <laughs> it looks seems like a pretty cool dude. So obviously, I would think that you know a lot of chicks would want to get with him. A couple of dudes too. And uh, but at the same at the end of the day, then you're banging a ten year old. Mm. Like, so I was just wondering if Shazam ever had a romance in the comics because if he did, that's pretty darn scuzzy. And at the same time, once little Billy Batson turns into Shazam, he'd be like, "Yo, I bet you that seventh grade girl would totally go out with me now <laughs> that I've been staring at in English class." Yep. Yeah, and he shows up, and then he's like a 30-year-old superhero dude, like, yo, what's <laughs> up, training bra? Want to go to the dance? You want to get with this? And everyone's like, oh, Shazam is a pedophile. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Still like I'm better than Superman. Boo. You know? Like, he doesn't know any better because that's what he thinks is hot. Mm. Is a middle schooler. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, it's kind of like the He-Man thing. Well, she didn't like me as Billy Batson, but I bet she'd like me as Shazam, yo. It's my poster in your bedroom. Let's go find out. So. Wow. I, n- I never thought of... I mean, that's, ca- that's kind of complicated. You know, yeah. there's, there's a lot there. So, yeah. Anyways, since it was Valentine's Day, those are the things I was thinking about. Well, check it out. Check it out. If Billy... When, once Billy Batson turns, like, 13, 14, then he's living the dream. Then yes. he's Then he's, like... I'm looking up at 18-year-old uh, and and older women, and that's what I'm into. And I can turn into a 30-year-old man, and everybody's on me. Yep. Yeah. Best school year ever. Oh, my God. I would fucking fly to spring break. <laughs> spring break. <laughs> Woo! 
Oh, man. Spring Brad, I'll just change into my Shazam thong. <laughs> just got like a lightning bolt on it. Whoa. Just spray, just spray paint your dick gold. You just got to make sure that when you climax, you don't yell, Shazam! Oh, that'd be bad. Or it's going to like freak the shit out of people. Well, and, and, and possibly <laughs> and possibly electrocute a couple chicks. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe they're into it. Who knows? Yeah. So, speaking of Shazam, Shazam is not in the movie that I'm going to tell you about. Did you get a chance to watch this, uh, by the way? I didn't, but I'm excited to. All right, I will not spoil it for you, but I will tell you. So, I'm going to tell you a little bit about... Justice League versus Bizarro League, and it's Lego Movie. That's right. So it's so uh, I did not uh, I did not play the Batman Lego movies. I played a couple of the Lego video games, but I loved like the cutscenes. Cutscenes right. were the best part. You know, sure. not a lot of dialogue. They're always great on physical comedy. And yep. then when I finally saw the Lego Movie, I was like, Oh, this is awesome! I would watch another one starring Batman. Well, they made something starring Batman. They, yeah. they made kind of like a like a new fifty two ish uh, like origin story for a lot of characters. It's like the Justice League just gets together. Batman does not trust Superman, and everybody's Legos, and there's a lot of Lego jokes happening. But like, man, man you could uh, Batman's dialogue like against Superman, uh, mm-hmm. like, it's pulled straight out of Lex Luthor's mouth from the old Superman cartoon in the 90s. Oh, cool. Like, he's like, he's an alien, you know, I can't trust him. I have a secret kryptonite thing that I'm going to bring around with me at all times. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's like Batman Super Paranoid. So, this movie, the, which just came out, it's like straight to video. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely for kids. Um, I think it just, just, just came out. But you can watch it online or Blu-ray, DVD, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very silly from like beginning to end. But in addition to that, there's a lot of awesome nerdy stuff that older people are gonna love. Mm-hmm. And there's also some risque jokes. All right. <laughs> uh, so um, without spoiling, uh, I, I want to say without spoiling too much, I'm gonna totally spoil this for you now. Nah, so I'll I'll just say that the first fight scene is amazing it's like straight up super friends uh like like our childhood mm-hmm. put in hd where the justice league shows up and there's uh giganta wrecking everything and she's fighting superman and wonder woman and then the penguin and deathstroke and uh gorilla grog all show up and the justice league is fighting the uh the villains and it's just great the music is amazing like mm. at times I was just I was just loving the music. I'm like, all right, I'm watching a children's cartoon and it's written like this is like the score for the new Justice League movie. All right. It's really great. So, well, a lot of great action, great lines. I can't spoil any of the jokes because they're just so good. Nice. But I will say that that uh everything that happens in the movie is great. It definitely feels kind of a little bit like uh, made straight for DVD and that mm-hmm. like all right, we're going we're going straight from point A to point B. There is no point C. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's very straightforward, but that's okay. It kind of feels like an extended episode of a TV show, which I'm totally fine with. Well, I'm pumped because I like the Lego Movie, and then they announced that there was going to be a sequel, just Lego Batman, mm-hmm. in like two years. So I'm glad that I get to watch this now to kind of fill in time. Absolutely. Like I would watch. I mean, it feels like. Like I said, like an episode of a TV show, like I would watch another in a heartbeat. You know, the last the last movie that we saw, the Aquaman movie, was kind of a letdown for us. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I feel like this one picks the pace up right where it needs to be. A great movie, great action. It's for kids, but there is a lot of adult jokes peppered in there. Sometimes just all you need is Lego. It's like mm-hmm. you I would I'm I haven't seen the movie, but having heard you describe it, it's like it'd be nice to see a Justice League cartoon or movie like that, but they have to be more serious than that. But all you have to do is just put them in Lego form and then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. It's like all rules are off. Oh, by the way, uh there's a Green Lantern on the Justice League team. Yeah. But it's Guy Gardner. Oh, interesting choice. But get this. You know, you know how they've kind of been making fun of Green Lantern in the last two uh, DC animated movies? Yes. They make fun of him this time, but it's Guy Gardner, so it's okay. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah, because they're like, everybody's like, fucking Guy Gardner, you suck, get out of here. And he's like, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, when you rip on Guy Gardner, I'm like, ha fuck you, Guy Gardner. Yeah. You know, when you rip on, like, Hal Jordan, you're like, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, guys. This yeah. is Hal. You he's know? a legend. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah a lot of that the guy who who voices uh so cyborg's in the movie the guy who voices wacky ass cyborg from teen titans does the same job perfect perfect yeah. that guy's awesome exactly batman is the brooding batman and you know a decent superman yeah you know from the title guess what bizarro's in the movie and it's basically the bizarro movie you know where superman has to come to terms with uh, <laughs> Bizarro shows up in the opening scene and does his uh, best or worst to try and save the day and mm-hmm. accidentally nearly kills a bunch of children and everybody's like and Superman shows up and they're like hey Superman do you think you could uh, get your brother out of here and he's like no 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 he's not my brother no he's an evil clone created by Lex Luthor he's, he's not related to me and uh, people just keep saying like hey Superman can you get your uh twin out of here it's kind Mm -hmm. of like it's great it feels like an older like superman's the older brother and bizarro is like the challenged younger brother who like just goes too far Mm. makes it weird that's awesome yeah so um not only am i gonna give this like a huge thumbs up it was a great movie but get this i have a free copy to give away all right yeah so dear listeners if you made it this far you're going to get the, the chance to win some swag. So I'm holding in my hands DC. I mean, this is kind of incredible, but like uh, DC's uh, PR firm sent us a copy of the movie and I'm giving it away. So nice. I'm holding the the uh, Blu-ray uh, collector's edition, which mm-hmm. not only has the movie on DVD and Blu-ray, but it has the uh, Bat-Zaro Lego figure, which I guess is oh, exclusive. Nice. This is pretty cool. So... Give us your best Bizarro. I don't care what it is. Uh, the last time we had Bless Me to Contest, we said, hey, show us a photo of you dressed up as a superhero. This time, I want to see you as Bizarro. Bizarro is basically everything that Superman is, but like the opposite. Mm-hmm. So, opposite superhero. Go. So, like, if I did, like, Bizarro Vanna White, I'd have, like, a really, like, ugly fat chick in a dress turning uh, letters around? Yeah, that's kind of the theme. Yes, exactly. So you just do something, just take something and do a Bizarro version of it? Exactly. It could be like, hey, I'm doing soccer, but Bizarro. Or mm-hmm. anything you want. Be as creative as possible. Post it on our Facebook page. Check us out on Facebook. It's Jumpmen Podcast. And uh, do it within a week. We'll announce the winner on the next podcast. So if you took, like, a Bizarro shower, you'd have all your clothes on? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right, yeah, do something bizarro. Yep, and post it on Facebook, and you will win this thing. I'm, I'm happy 
to send it out to anybody, uh, international listeners included. Although it's uh, Blu-ray, so it's probably Region One. Let me just check it. Probably. Anyway, oh. while well, I look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Warning: choking hazard. Small parts. Ah, zero to three. Anyway. What else you been doing, Eric? Uh, that's Did you check out Marvel Marvel's announcement on the View? Ah, uh, yeah, a hole force. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel pre- presents a force. Ugh. I mean, it was cool when the X Men created X Force. Like mm-hmm. that sounded okay. A force sounds stupid. Yes. I mean, and it was cool when the X Men had a full team of all women. Mm-hmm. Mm. Avengers, you're getting there late again. I, f- I feel like, why call them something else? Just call them the Avengers. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, the X-Men have a, uh, a whole team of women, like, a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and they just continued calling them the X-Men. Yeah. Like, because that's what they are. And now you've got all these women, they're like, A-Force, go! Quick! Start ironing! I'll bake the pies! Oh, man. <laughs> like, it just, and it just seems so desperate. It just seemed like, hey, guys... Marvel here, check out what we did. A whole team of women. Let's announce it on The View. It's called A-Force. You know, I thought it was great when they announced that they were gender-bending Thor yeah. and, and, and doing that. And that was like a, a big announcement that was like newsworthy. But this is just like, hey guys, we're doing a new comic. Yeah, you know, it's, it, called, it's called Pander Force. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I look at the... Um, I don't want to sound like a dick, though. I'm not no, saying no, 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 no. it's no. stupid. I'm not saying a team of women is stupid because I thought it it was awesome when the X Men went all women, but they just did it. They didn't you know, have to press release it as some, much. Some but. of my favorite Marvel characters are on here: Spider Woman, check; She Hulk, mega check. Like she's like front and center. Uh, yeah. Captain Marvel, check. But check it out; those are all Avengers. Yeah. So why not just call them the Avengers? That's, I mean, was, it, it, it's like a silly thing to kind of be like, eh, about, but like, that, that's just my thought about it. I just, I mean, I thought the name sounded stupid, A-Force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know, I just, it does not roll off the tongue. No. And uh, I'm okay with a team of venture women, but it just seems kind of like, it was just a race to beat DC to it at this point. I mean, DC had Birds of Prey. Oh, so clearly they lost by a long time. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm just I'm just saying like they're both both companies are are tripping over themselves to do stuff like this, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Probably should have happened a long time ago, but it, the way this was rolled out it was just kind of like come on, like it just kind of seemed a little lame. Yeah, but but if it's a good comic, it's a good comic, and that's all that matters. So that's true. Well, you know, a lot of, actually a lot of people are very interested in it because of who's writing it. Uh, Let's see, co-written by G. Willowwood, G. Willow Wilson and Marguerite K. Bennett with artwork by Jorge Molina. Well, like I said, yeah, as long as it's a good comic, then it doesn't then it doesn't matter if it kind of got off to a little bit of a lame start. Yeah. So, I mean, that was just my my first reaction. I was going to like just the way it kind of happened, I was like, eh, I don't know. You A-force. Know, <laughs> I mean, they, there's Marvel is really, you know, making strides in changing up its current formula. To include, you know, more diversity, more different characters, you know, like a lot of people that were not pushed to the forefront are now in the forefront. And sometimes yeah. it's a hit and sometimes it's a miss. 
You know, yeah. like Miss Marvel, clearly a huge hit. Yep. You know, like people are graffitiing her over, over like uh, anti-Arab uh, stuff on like buses. That's mm-hmm. just incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Falcon taking over the mantle for Captain America. Uh, I, I think like people are, at least people like me who don't read a comic every week, we're still not like completely sold. Mm-hmm. You know, over like well. You know, I'm happy to see somebody else take the mantle and for them to be called Captain America, but I haven't seen enough of them as Captain America to be sold. Yeah. You know, so we'll see. Let's see. Eric, I have stopped buying Amiibos. Oh, because you finally got them all? (laughs) Gotta catch them all. No, if I got them all, I'd be broke. And there are people who have, there's 30 of them, I think, out right now, or Uh close to that. And... Yeah, you can only get some through trading or scalping or paying a lot of money to get the overseas ones. Which so you got so you got the available ones, and so you're good. Yeah, it was uh, like I got Toon Link in the mail, and mm-hmm. uh, people were saying like, "Oh my God, it's going to be rare," and it's sort of kind of rare. And then I also got like Sheik, uh, which hadn't come out yet, that everybody was saying like, "Oh my God, guys, it's going to be rare. It's going to be rare." And now it seems like it's pretty common. So, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, those are the two that I wanted. You know, I'm, I'm wiping my hands. I'm still checking the websites because I think it's interesting, you mm-hmm. know, like how much hype there is. And it's trending eBay as like number one, you mm. know, uh, for searches and stuff. And it's still like a huge deal. And I can't wait to see like I have Fox. I have Fox in the package and I'm waiting for Star Fox, the new Star Fox to come out so I can be like, ha and rip open the bag. You know, and stick him on my gamepad and be like, aha, this is what you were made for. Ta-ta, give me something. <laughs> Your life has purpose, Star yeah. Fox. But I'm not going to buy, like, the Kirby figures because I'm not really into the new Kirby game. Mm-hmm. People, people, the collectors are saying, like, hey, look, if you're going to use them in the game, great. If you're going to collect them just for collecting's sake, great. But don't just get, like, sucked into the hype hurricane because it will make a boy out of you. It'll make you humble. Break your back, make you humble. Are you taking a piss? No, that's uh, my radiator taking a piss. That's, uh, oh. that's steam heat. <laughs> We're living in the future. Sounds like my grandfather taking a piss. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's some like lava demon in the basement chained to a I don't know a hot water tank taking a piss. Psst, that's what he does. He fucking pisses. No, he pisses on like <laughs> lava stones. That creates a steam that flows up and heats your building. Mm. That's him right now. I can hear it. Ah, uh, he's he's got one hand on his junk and one hand against the wall, and he's like, "Oh uh, yeah, oh <laughs> uh, yeah," and they're like, "Oh, we need it hotter and uh, third floor." All right, let me just go pound these beers. Yep. Yo, can I can I tell you a true story that's no. actually pretty funny? So for the last nine years, we've been suffering in the winter over here. Uh-huh. My building has just been cold, frigid, and people who have lived across the hallway from us have moved out because they're like, look, one of them was like a seamstress who works from home. She's like, my hands are freezing and I can't work. Ah. And and we talked to the landlords. Landlords are always like, eh, you know, it's this, it's the building. It's old. You know, we try. You know, hey, it's it's hot downstairs, so you should be getting heat soon. And it, it was always bullshit and lies. Yeah. You know. Uh, we did not. We did not report them because it's kind of like this, like thing. Like, all right, well, if you want to stay here, then don't report your landlords who live in the building with you, yeah, uh, for being slumlords or breaking the law, right? Um, so instead, we just installed like our own heater and like blocked the door and put shit on the window. You know, all these little tricks. 
Yeah. So now the building has been sold, and the new guy who has it is a contractor, and he's like, hey, guys, I uh, installed this new boiler and a new computer. Uh, let me know if it's a little hotter. And we're like, oh, my God, it's actually decently warm in here. Mm. Like, I can take the bubble wrap down off the windows now. Nice. But so the the hilarious thing was land, yeah. one, one of the landlords is still living in the building on the bottom floor, and one day the uh, new boiler system hiccuped. And the whole building lost heat. And she was always the one where, like, the thermostat was in her room. So she was always, like, we'd go down to complain about it's too cold. And she'd come to, like, greet us at the door wearing, like, underwear because she's so hot. <laughs> she's just, like, sweating. She's like, what's the problem? It's hot down here. So she was finally cold for one day in her miserable life. And she was calling the new landlord every 10 minutes, being like, it's too cold. I don't understand. What's <laughs> the problem with the heat? <laughs> so much that he told her never to call back ever again. Nice. Yeah, and, and all of us that have been, like, through the entire escapade of, like, them owning the building, selling the building, uh, leaving the building, we're just, like, a little bit, like, you, you, like, oh, my God, you don't even understand. You like, know what you should have done? What? Set her on fire. <laughs> Hot enough now for you, bitch. Damn. Boom. It's cold. Hansel and Gretel are. Yeah. Boom. I, I do have one thunder dump. Okay. The fantastic TV show I watch, Arrow, mm-hmm. because Green Arrow doesn't sound cool, but Arrow sounds cool. Arrow. Um, Next is, time on Bullet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's pretty good. You know, they've introduced Black Canary and Arsenal mm-hmm. and the Huntress and a lot of the bad guys. But this, <laughs> this there's this one normal guy, John Diggle, who John is Diggle. just, yeah, he started out as like a security guard, but he, he knows the Arrow secret and he's been working along with them. Oh, the oh, Adam, yeah. the Adam's there now too. Okay. Um, but anyway, so John Diggle, there's a rumor going on and he addressed it too. Like, Hey, that'd be cool that John Diggle might actually be John Stewart and he might become the green lantern on the show. Hmm. How awesome would that be? Way awesome. Get some green lantern here on the TV show. So John, that's, that's how you bring that character back. I mean, he's got mm. the stink of Ryan Reynolds on him now, mm. but I like John Diggle. He's a badass guy on the show. If he was actually, he's like, well, my last name's Stewart, but I changed it. Cause blah, blah, blah. And, uh, Although I don't think this, I think they may have made his John Diggle canon now, since oh, yeah. the show is such a hit. But I don't know. Anyways, they said that there's a chance he might become the Green Lantern. That'd be awesome. Make cool. him the Green Lantern on a TV show, dude. Yeah, why not? That'd be fucking sweet. I mean, just throw in some digital effects, man. Who cares? Yeah. So I don't mean I'm just a huge Green Lantern fan, and I don't want to wait till 2020 for the movie or whenever it's coming out. And it's not ever coming out. And you know, it's like who's it gonna be and stuff and. You know, will they make the right choice? Probably not. It's not. It's not coming out. Cyborg movie. It's not going to happen, dude. It's like they they bet the farm, but once, but it's all about money. Like if one movie tanks, let's say like the first independent movie, like all right, they had like the big team up movie, and everyone will go see that. But once mm-hmm. the first like single character movie tanks, they'll pull the funding from like all the small fun, all the smart fry ones. It's amazing how they even announced all those movies when they haven't done one yet. Yeah. Like, the Batman movies don't count because they were on their own. The Superman movies sucked. Mm-hmm. And, on the, and on the strength of that, they've announced the next eight movies. Because we're all assuming that the Batman-Superman movie is going to be amazing. And I want it to be. Because I want a Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. But it is funny how they're already, like, they plan out all... Marvel, go ahead. 
because Marvel's proven themselves yep. for six years, and their movies have all been great or just good, mm. you know, but they haven't really been stinkers at all. So they can go ahead and plan the next phases or waves or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, DC is like, yeah, we're doing that too. Yeah. We're doing all these movies. It's going to be amazing. I think the but, only the only uh, Marvel like superhero movies that have not been super great, you know, people don't really consider them like Marvel movies, like even though they were like Ghost Rider two. Oh, you know, people aren't like. You well, know, I don't think I don't think Marvel owned that. I think that was like Fox or Sony or somebody. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Like I think those I think the yeah. Ghost Rider, Punisher, and Daredevil rights just recently came back to Marvel. Right, and that's why we need to see Ghost Rider team up with Doctor Strange. Ugh, I'm just, I'm not into Doctor Strange. Just not into it. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch, probably the coolest guy that could have got to do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not into Doctor Strange. So I'm going to have to see an amazing trailer before I'll even consider it. Well, he's he's the only actor, I think, that could pull it off and say some kind of, like, hypno-crypto-gibbly-gook. You know, like... Yeah. It's just, who gives a shit about Doctor Strange? Mm-hmm. Like, can you name more than one Doctor Strange villain? Dormammu. Ah, we have more than one. That's the only one I know. Um, wait, wait, wait. Um, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Lucifer. That's probably one. That's probably Come one. Ah, on, that doesn't fucking count. <laughs> no, it does. It does. It doesn't fucking count. No, 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 no. The giant eyeball from the Marvel fighting games. Uh, Shorgorath or fuck. Mm, Sorry, something. I, I, I know there's one that looks like Doctor Strange, but he's got like a green fucking coat. Yeah, and w- when they when they did the uh, the animated movie, he was the main villain. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, who gives a shit? And Doctor Strange, I mean, he just does a fuck up spells. I mean, ugh, I don't know. I like, it, But if they had some trailer where he's like whooping ass and slaying chicks, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that would be like, <laughs> yes. That would be amazing. Well, you know, check it out. Um, a lot of women are going to go see this movie. Really? All they have to do, oh yeah, of course, because it's Benedict, man. It's, it's the Cumber, the Cumber Man. Yeah, uh, but it's not, he's not Channing Tatum. No, but like, no, but he has a huge following, and people see him as sexy. They're gonna go. Um, so I feel like, like when they release the trailers, they gotta make him look cool to like average Joe, average Joes who are not into him as like a sexy thing. You know, yeah. like you have to show us like that he. Like I, I'm really into the origin story. I love the origin story of Doctor Strange. He was a he was a surgeon, skilled surgeon, but he's a total asshole. Then he gets his hands ruined uh, in an accident, and from that he has to build himself back up into the Sorcerer Supreme. I think that's just really cool. It'll be interesting because when it comes down to a magic battle, mm. I mean, you better have some good tricks. <laughs> I guess. Right, like, when's there ever been, like, a cool magic battle? I mean, uh, I was... Uh, God, I... I, uh, I, I wa- can tell you from watching Harry Potter, cool yes. magic battles don't really exist. No, well, 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 some of the Harry Potter magic battles were all right, you know? The, I mean, they all just fucking shoot stuff at the, each other's wands, you know? Yeah, and it was... Oh, Spiliomus! It was... They made it stupid, but every... Harry Potter movie after number three sucked ass. So I don't think they count. They were just terrible movies in and among mm-hmm. themselves. Uh, they just existed to give London's film industry some work, in my opinion. Um, no, a cool magic battles. Uh, Sword in the Stone. Awesome uh, magic battle. Cartoons don't count, dude. You can do whatever the fuck you want in a cartoon. Yeah, but with today, today's technology, it's basically like cartoons. Yes, I mean, like Lord of the Rings, they haven't had too many magic battles, but... That's true. When they do, it's just usually like 
holding up a wand and fucking straining <laughs> like you're taking a shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the other one's like, uh, it's like fucking push back and forth. That's all you do. You just push. Push out that kidney stone. I want to see it like Dragon Ball Z style. You know, like Dormammu shows up and he's like, haha, you think you are the Sorcerer Supreme, but I am the one who is winning. I mean, I could be totally wrong. Because if they marvel it, it'll probably be all right. They'll make, like it, said, they'll make it realistic. Like, I mean, in, if if it's funny and stuff, I mean, they've got to be having the same conversation that I'm having right now. They're like, yo, this is not going to appeal to most people. Mm-hmm. So how do we, how do we, you know, how do we sex it up or something? So, oh, well, uh, all right. I'm not, in, I'm not interested in seeing it. But mm. as soon as the trailer comes out, the trailer's cool. I mean, I'll see any superhero <laughs> movie. I'll see any superhero movie that I think the trailer looks cool. Hell, I, if it doesn't look cool like Fantastic Four, I'll still go see it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you're just, uh, I mean, you're just a glutton for punishment, man. I saw that and I was like, nope, I'm still checked out. You know what that, you know what the Fantastic Four trailer should have done? Just show them with their powers whooping ass. True. Like they showed. The Human Torch down the hall checking his mail. They showed the back of the thing for a second with mostly shadows. Just, just show them doing their shit, man. And I, and if you show them using their powers in a cool way, everyone's gonna be like, oh, "All right, yep, let's let's go check that out." Well, when they sh- when they show just like a little glimpse, you know, it's like, well, then people can't really form an opinion. Like they can't yeah. say like, "Well, that looks like it sucks ass." I mean, because that's the real trailer, right? Because it comes out this August. I, I guess it has to be. So but all it was was like, we are going to try and slightly pique your curiosity. That's all. But the, tickle, it was... tickle, 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 <laughs> tickle, tickle. No, but, but people can't look at it and be like, I hate it because there's nothing there. So yeah, they'd be like, well, bad. I guess it doesn't look bad. Just show them whooping ass is a Fantastic Four. Maybe there's no whooping ass. I mean, who knows, dude? Who knows? There's, I want to see like the thing drunk in a bar like it's clobbering time boom and like miss the guy who's gonna punch him like hit a chick and boom damn and then like you know human torch comes in and he's got to break it up i mean like that couldn't have been the real trailer right they didn't even talk in it okay i mean it it looked like a teaser trailer for a movie that's more than a year out yeah i mean i saw that and i was like well i still don't give a shit so whatever maybe there's a maybe there's a real trailer coming in a couple months or something maybe i'm wrong about that but what? It just showed you like images, yeah. voiceover, human torch in the hallway. Like, come on, man! Show me the bad guy. Show me what this movie's about. Well, that's this like, is not fucking Interstellar, you know. It's Matthew quite- McConaughey did not go on the trip with the Fantastic. <laughs> Call it the Fantastic Five. All right, all right. Let's go to space, y'all. Yo, it's it when when they just show you glimpses and tell you what you what they want you to associate this with. That's classic PR. That's classic marketing where they're like substantial, impressive, yeah. ingenious. Yeah. Fantastic Four. You know, that's it's it's so old, it's ancient. I do believe in Josh Trank though, so I believe I I, I believe in, you know, I bet the actors are gonna do good, you know, yes. like just based on the strength of what they've done before, but I just can't be bothered to care yet. You know, if it's a good movie and people say go watch it, you know, based on the strength of your review, Eric. Yes, I will be seeing it because yeah. it might be good. And I, I think the actors were all good choices. So I do think it could be good. I just feel like they bombed on the trailer and the, and there was already like 
bad word of mouth. So it's like they should have made a they should have shown a lot in the trailer, even if they didn't want to, just to kind of get us hooked. But mm. whatever, I gotta go. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Before you go, yep. I'm gonna spoil one joke. Let's do it from Justice League versus Bizarro League. Yeah. So the entire Justice League gets cloned, right? They all get they all get Bizarro clones, and it's on the box art, so it's not really a spoiler. Yeah. Um, and Guy Gardner's clone is a total coward, and so they're all going into fight. They're all fighting together, and Wonder Woman is is uh, is looking at her clone whooping ass, and she's like. By Hera's mustache. Ah, she truly is a dog of war. And Guy Gardner's like, why is my clone such a pussycat? Boom. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I laughed out loud so hard at that one. I was like, oh, that is the greatest adult joke in a kid's movie you can ever make. Yeah, yeah. Someone put it online and edit the cat part out. Oh, man. I was laughing so hard at Buzz well. It's like, oh, wait, did he say? Oh, he said cat, too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there you go. <laughs> we'll, uh, check us out every week, ladies and gentlemen. You can see us at, uh, we're at jumpmanpodcast.com. Yeah, please post your bizarros to our Facebook page and win this thing. I'm not going to keep it, so somebody has to get this thing, uh, this Blu-ray combo back. Um uh, we're on RetroWareTV.com, Elder-Geek.com, and you can subscribe to us on iTunes every week. And that's it. Eric, hello? And you know it. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Nope. <laughs> All right. Peace. I'm out of here. All right. Bye. Bye. Jump now. Engage. Yahoo! I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall. Fatality.